By the end of June, Bunty was back in London and learning to be a clippy at the London Transport Board's training school in Chiswick, travelling there by bus each morning from her parents' flat in Wigmore Street. She'd passed her medical without any trouble and had been provided with a uniform of slacks, dust coat, worn instead of a tunic over the slacks, and cap. This was summer uniform. In the winter, the conductress had an overcoat to wear over the dust coat and slacks. Bunty's uniform was training school issue. If she failed to graduate, she had to hand the uniform back. The girls at training school with her came from all walks of life and backgrounds, but all shared Bunty's aim to stand in the place of a man on the platform of a London bus. Their training instructors were male and addressed them with a condescension which made Bunty for once wryly aware that London transport was seen as fundamentally a male preserve and that women, a subspecies, were being taken on very much in the spirit of making the best of things. There was particular condescension towards those members of the class who had hitherto been housewives. Quite a number of ladies who were running a home when war came are now running a bus and making a good job of it, observed one instructor encouragingly to a young matron whom he was about to show how to punch tickets. Blimey! Anyone who can run a home can run a bus standing on their head, she retorted. The instructor pretended not to have heard this one, nor her sotto voce follow-up comment. The blooming source of the man. The classroom period of training lasted a week. They studied the topography of London Transport's area, poring over maps and charts of routes. They learned all about the ticket system and how to make up a waybill of the day's takings. They were given talks about how to deal with passengers, tact, discretion, courtesy at all times. Take special care of the old people, invalids, the blind, and cripples, and it goes without saying, the kiddies. At training school, Bunty struck up a friendship with a 19-year-old girl named Edie Moxton, always full of fun and bounce, with an India-rubber face with which she pulled non-stop grimaces as a form of wry self-comment upon what she was saying. She proved an entertaining companion. She informed Bunty that she and her widowed mother lived in Camden Town, that her father had died early on of chronic bronchitis, and her mother, always the breadwinner because of dad being ill, just carried on, going out mangling and cleaning and that, after he'd died, just like when he was with us. She still works. Bunty divulged as little about herself as possible, simply saying that she had formerly been a secretary, but having recently lost her husband, a bomber pilot, she felt she wanted to do something different that would get her out amongst people, and by releasing a man from a civilian job would help the war effort. As might be expected, there was much eager anticipation among the girls as to actual postings. When these were announced, Bunty learned that she was to start on Route 24, running between the Hampstead Heath Depot at Southend Green and Looper Street, Pimlico. It was a route that took her across central London. I can't complain about a run including Charing Cross Road, Trafalgar Square, Whitehall and Victoria Station, can I? She exclaimed jubilantly to Edie. Now I'll have to find myself a place in Hampstead, somewhere nice and convenient for my depot. You shouldn't have too much trouble finding digs, replied Edie. My mum works regular in Hampstead. I'll ask her to ask around for you. Mind you, she added, it's an expensive district. You'd be better off in Camden Town. I wouldn't have the heath to wander over, would I, though? countered Bunty. She had a sentimental urge to live in Hampstead. David, who had lived there as a schoolboy, had been fond of taking Bunty for wanders over the heath, 
and telling her nostalgic tales of how he had once played highwaymen there. Hampstead would create an illusion for her of being close to David. All right, then. I'll have a word with Mum, said Edie. Their week of class instruction over, and their respective routes well studied on the map. The girls commenced ten days or so of practical experience on the road under service conditions. Each recruit was accompanied by a male conductor with a long service record behind him. His role was to act as an instructor-come-guide. Bunty found herself under the wing of a grey head old enough to be her father, perhaps almost her grandfather, who upon introduction eyed her doubtfully. The occasion, she'd had her hair freshly permed and had bought a new lipstick, with the addition of a little blue-black mascara and a light dab or two of tawny face powder. Bunty judged herself ready to play the role of a central London bus conductress.